to this is dumb we coming in hot today y'all we coming in white af all right get your avocado toast ready bitches berkey burks back (laughs) um yeah man it's a beautiful day tuesday morning february the 6th nigga Coming into some of that crizzle, that whizzle. Sometimes I like to wake up to white music, you know? I like to ease my way into it. Sometimes, sometimes, nigga, I wake up to Gucci Mane, nigga, Trap House. In my trap house, boom, boom, in my trap house. Days like today, we need some fucking sunshine, some soft shit. Some shit you see. This is like, pretty sure this song has something to do with like R.I.P. Paul Walker. You know what I mean? I fucking love that part right there. That's like what I fear every time I make a girl come. So I've heard it once before, guys. Not too big of a deal. No, I don't know if you guys could tell, but that's the uh It's the sound of a nigga who's getting pussy. I don't know if you guys can notice, guys, the cheeriness in my tone. That's the tone of a man who's been indulging. Dipping in and out. <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know if it's the sun just in my eyes. I don't know what it is. Might be a combo, but it's a good day, man. What's up, guys? What do we, uh, let's settle down. Um, yeah, last week on the books, we had some open mics. Those were cool. Bombed horribly Tuesday. Um, Thursday, I did pretty good. Did all right Thursday. Tuesday when I bombed. Um, You know what it was? I didn't prepare. You know, I'm kind of just trying to work on my ratio between like being comfortable on stage and um, I'm trying to focus on even if I forget a bit, not worrying about it and more focusing on making it seem like I 
didn't forget the bit, if that makes sense. Like seeming more comfortable on stage. Because if you forget your joke, it doesn't matter because the crowd, the crowd doesn't know if you're comfortable. If you tell them and you, you let it fuck you up, then it fucks up the whole bit. So uh, I've been trying to work on that. The problem with that is you still got to try to work on the joke. You know what I mean? So I went up Monday like kind of underprepared. Just only focusing on being present and not on my material. So, uh, yeah. I didn't have shit to say. But you know what's so funny? As I was bombing on stage, maybe like two minutes in, two, three minutes into me bombing, a friend of mine walks into the, the open mic and just walks in the middle of the show. And this guy is like six seven, probably, six eight, tall guy hilarious he just walks into the show i don't know if he's too tall to realize he's in a comedy show but he didn't even know it was a show he's just standing in the middle looking around and i notice him and i'm like oh what's up andy <laughs> and he turned around like shocked like oh what up Bert? like what are you doing this is the only laugh i got all set i was like you know bombing what are you up to <laughs> he's like i was just looking for friends and then he just left. And that was a highlight of the set. Me just, what are you doing? Bombing? What are you doing? Just casually on stage. All right, I just got to my first delivery one moment. Yeah. All right, I'm back. Um, Drop that off. So, yeah, Tuesday I bombed besides that little interaction. Thursday I did pretty good, I think. I actually uh, prepared. Went back into the books. I got a gig uh, February 20th in Langford. And it's like right before I go to Van. So end of February. So I'm kind of just trying to work on my set for that. Getting tight seven minutes. Really down. So I'm ready. Yeah. So that's what I did Thursday. Really honed that in. And that's what I'll be doing tonight at the open mic at Phoenix. And for the next two weeks, just honing in that joke. Um, yeah, so that's what I did last week. Open mics, nothing crazy. Went Friday to see a show with my boy Evan. That was fun. All right, guys, I want to start. I'm going to try to start a segment, a story segment. You know, I'm going to try to tell you guys a story. If I can remember to, I'm going to try to tell you guys a story almost every show. See how long we keep this going, all right? I haven't even really planned this, but I kind of want to keep these like more of my childhood or like early 20s. Like, you know what I mean? Not so recent. You know what I mean? All right. So let me tell you guys about the first day I moved to America. All right. First day I moved to America, leading up to that, first of all, I probably knew for um, maybe a couple months before I moved, maybe two, three months, my dad told us. My dad moved down, and then my mom, my brother, my dad stayed in Vancouver until my dad set up. But then we didn't want to move because we were old enough. We were like sixth, fifth grade at the time. And my dad was like, I'll get you guys a dog each. <laughs> He knew we couldn't share. We didn't share well. He's like, nigga, you get your own dog. That's all you, player. So say less. 
Now we're excited. I'm telling all my boys, all my fucking homies in elementary school, and I don't know. There's no internet, you know, and I'm like 10. Either way, I was young enough where I just, you know, you just ask your friends. I remember going to the smartest kid in my class and just being like, yo, Raphael, Raphael, yo, man, you like, you pay attention. What's Arizona like? <laughs> I never forget it. This kid looked at me, bull cut and all, looked me in my eyes and said, Burke, you ever been to Miami? No, I haven't, Raphael. I haven't been to Miami, no. He was like, Arizona's like Miami. Picture that. Palm trees. Big booties. No, I didn't. <laughs> he didn't say big booties, but he said palm trees. And I was like, sick. I'm moving to like almost Miami. Sick. So we were stoked. And uh, so my dad drove our family car down maybe like the week before. So we flew. The day we flew, we fly out, right? I'm like 10. We fly out to Arizona. We leave like late afternoon. You know, I don't really remember much of the day in Vancouver, the day I left. But I remember distinctly landing in Arizona in the airplane. As a 10-year-old. You, you couldn't tell how hot it was. As soon as we got, my dad picked us up in the car. I, for, I remember this shit like it was yesterday. I rolled. We had a, what was it, like a fucking 1995 Toyota Corolla. Purple. I was a fucking injera maker right there. No, <laughs> that shit. That shit smelled like Safi. That shit smelled like Ethiopian spices, that little Corolla. I remember rolling down that little Corolla door, back seat behind the driver. It looks like midnight out, pitch black. I rolled. I remember rolling that window down, and the air that hit my face felt like a blow dryer, like I was next to my girl drying her hair. I never felt warm air at night. It's nighttime. I immediately rolled the window back up. I looked at my bro like. Welcome to Miami. <laughs> Welcome to Miami. No. I immediately looked at my brother like, Welcome to Arizona, nigga. Here's the enchilada and a pistol, my nigga. All right? Assimilate, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that it was nighttime let me know, like, all right, we're in a different world. Yeah. And I kind of want to stop the story there and leave this, like, maybe catch up on the story next week. I'll fuck it. I'll tell the full story until I get to the house. So, like, there's not much left, but we drive to the house my dad bought. Or, no, my dad rented. Uh, we later, a year later, we moved to the first house we actually purchased as a family. So, we pull up to this house, guys, and it's like, it's fresh Prince of Bel-Air shit. Like, we're in, we're coming from Vancouver co-ops, low-income housing Vancouver ain't really gutter, but it like everything's old. You know what I mean? It looks like everything's been rained on. Fucking moss grew on everything. It kind of looks kind of damp, you know, comparative to Arizona. Dry, cheap, brand new, everything brand new. We pull up to this house like fresh prints, 
two-story monster house, two dogs, and we walk through that front door. I'll never forget. We walked through our door, and this house just had a massive... It had two living rooms. You walk in, and there was a huge room that you had to walk through to get to a huge room where the living room, kitchen, entrance to the back, all of that. But that I remember that threw me off. I asked my mom, like, is there two living rooms here? There is a room. You walk in the front door, massive living room, massive. And to get to anything in the house... You have to go through that to get to another massive living room. And that was AZ, man. That was first day in Arizona, 2001. Maybe like, I don't know, a week or two later, we get uh, we get enrolled in public school. First time going to public school, Arizona. Seventh or sixth grade, I forgot, but... uh. Yeah, man. I was day one moving to Arizona as a kid. What memories that brings back, man. Holy shit. Scary times, fun times, sad times. Good times, guys. And that's about it for this episode, man. That's that's story time with Berkey Burke. All right. We might have stumbled across something, guys. We might have to get the stories rolling. Y'all want to get to know your boy? Y'all want to get to know a nigga? Well, fuck with me, man. Still just figuring this shit out, man. Come along the journey with your boy, man. I'm just trying to have fun. Just trying to work on talking into a microphone, guys. Um, this week, we got a couple open mics on the books. Tonight, we got Phoenix. Thursday, we got Sonora. Nothing new. Come Keep me out. Give me a follow on Instagram. Slim Beta. S-L-I-M-B-E-E-D-A. Fuck with me on the socials. And uh, yeah, man. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the downloads. Appreciate the love. You're listening to This Is Dumb. It's Berkey Burke. I love y'all. Peace up. Eternal. Damn. This is, this is, this is dumb. This is, this is dumb. This is dumb. This is dumb. This is dumb. This is Am I gonna am I just rapping all this shit? I don't mean to be rapping.